0: We'll talk your big NFL news of the day. Bruce Arians is retiring from head coaching, going to take a front office job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which means defensive coordinator Todd Balls is the new head coach down in Tampa. We'll look at the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball, depth charts wise, to see where the Browns are as they do their finishing work in free agency and looking ahead to one month away from the 2022 NFL draft, all on the latest Locked On Browns. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, L-G-B on the L-O-B, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore L-J underscore Lloyd, taking you along for your daily Cleveland Browns coverage here on Locked On Browns. Make sure you're following the podcast as well, at Locked On Browns, follow back account, DMs are open. We appreciate all our listeners who make Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out, whatever podcast app you use. Make sure you are following or subscribed to the Locked On Browns podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and written reviews, please, and thank you. going to get through some things here today. Obviously, your NFL news of the day. Um, overnight, um, Bruce Arians is retiring from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit here. We are going to go through the the, uh, the offensive depth chart to this point for your Cleveland Browns. Then we're going to go through the defensive depth chart for your Cleveland Browns, see where the holes are, see what work still needs to be done here as it is now Thursday, March 31st. We are officially four weeks away. Round one starts four weeks from today of the 2022 NFL draft. Mentioning the date of March 31st um, for every. I guess most of you saw obviously uh, yesterday, a birthday for me. Uh, appreciate everybody you know, reaching out, you know, all the kind words extended, um, getting older in some ways, in my opinion, getting better. Uh, age is just a number of people. But again, I appreciate everybody for reaching out, um, you know, and sending along happy birthday stuff, stuff like that nature. Um, yeah, means a ton, obviously. Um, the big news over, uh, you know, the last 12 hours last evening in the NFL, Bruce Arians is in fact stepping away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's going to retire from his head coaching position. He is going to be part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front office. Um, there's some things here. Um, Bruce Arians at times has had, you know, health questions within the NFL, uh, retiring from being offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers back in the day. Um, his health obviously led to uh, him retiring from the Arizona Cardinals at the time that he did um, gets the, j- the job here in Tampa Gets that elusive Super Bowl title with Tom Brady. Um, came back this year, tried to defend it. Um, lost playoff game at home to the Los Angeles Rams. Your eventual uh, Super Bowl champions last season. Bruce was innov- innovator, always a guy offensive minded. Had you know carried and was respected by his peers highly. Um, you look at the situation in Tampa, and you know this is I'm sure. This is health related and health involved. Um, But it was also a point where, you know, Bruce wanted to do things for others. Um, You know, in the back of his mind, he felt that this was most likely 2022 would be his last year. Tom Brady coming back, which could, you know, at this point, look, it's we say it's one year. We say he could retire. Who knows with that? But, you know, most likely, you know, Tom Brady here for 2022 can't speak on anything after that. So Bruce felt it was maybe the best opportunity for him to step away, um, leave the team in the hands of a former NFL head coach and Todd Bowles. And Todd Bowles gets a situation here that he rightfully deserves, Um, but also for everybody else. And, you know, Bruce has a staff of, you know, over 30 that he has to look out for, Um, you know, for the Buccaneers, this looks to be another productive season. But, you know, in the future, it would come down, obviously, to Tom Brady. Um, When Tom Brady decided he was going to come back, uh, a lot of free agents changed course as far as viewing potential suitors and basically went to Tampa and said, well, what can we do? You know, we'd love to stick around. Um, So, you know, he was looking out, he felt, for the best interest of the franchise. Basically, you know, looking at this franchise already from a front office capacity. Um, Todd Bowles has agreed to a contract to become head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, They don't have to go a Rooney rule route here as, um, you know, that applies to basically the beginning part of, you know, new head coaching cycles. Um, I'm sure, you know, it certainly doesn't, you know, hurt anything that, you know, Todd Bowles is certainly, you know, a man of color and getting this position here. So for Todd Bowles, you know, former New York Jet head coach, you know, had his struggles there. New York Jets still struggling, so it's hard to view any coach in their time in New York. But Todd Bowles will take over this team, which looks to have a lot of promise for 2022. Players seem on board, ready to go. Um, There was some talk that maybe Bruce Arians and Tom Brady didn't have the greatest relationship. I don't think that necessarily was an issue here either way. Tom, obviously the utmost professional, 23 years in the league. Um, He's going to do things his way, regardless of who the head coach is. I think for the most part, Bruce Arians was okay with that. I'm not saying this was something that you know was solely done based on that. Um, I also don't think that maybe Tom Brady was essentially writing you know love letters or sending text messages to Bruce Arians, begging him to stay um, on the offensive side of the ball. This is obviously Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich. Um, this is their ship, so to speak. Here, um, and you know, for Bruce, you know, you move on. Obviously, being in the front office a lot less stressful should be a lot better for the health. Um, You know, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you look at the NFC South, Carolina doesn't look like they're there yet. Atlanta, looks like they're even in worse shape than they were last season. The New Orleans Saints, um, they've done a tremendous job getting the team within cap respectability, being able to add some talent. Rumors are that Tyron Matthew may be jumping in there in New Orleans too, uh, bringing back Jameis Winston, bringing in Andy Dalton to back up. They look like they are probably your 2nd brace finisher in the NFC South. Um, but, you know, if you're a betting man, um, betonline.ag. Go check those ads out. Um, maybe throw a couple shekels on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the NFC South this year. Um, and, and good for Todd Bowles. You know, an opportunity here that maybe wouldn't have presented himself, look, when you're interviewing for head coaching jobs. Most of the time, the team is in a bad spot. Um, The team has not been successful for a couple of seasons. It's rare you get an opportunity like this uh, with a franchise like this, just won a Super Bowl two years ago, uh, won a playoff game last year, lost in the second round of the playoffs. Um, Rare to get in a head coaching opportunity like this. Usually you can walking into a situation that's a mess. Um, And for Todd Bowles, strong defensive-minded guy, um, should, uh, you know, work well here as he controls the defensive side of the ball, Byron left, which Tom Brady will handle things on the offensive side of the ball. But there is your big news in the NFL within the past uh, 12 hours. Bruce Arians deciding it's time to um, call it uh, quits as being head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to take, uh, you know, his work up into the front office for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, and Todd Bowles is your new Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Head coach for the 2022 NFL season. We're going to get to some Browns depth charts here, uh, talking about, you know, maybe where they're finished, some work needs to be needing to be done on the offensive, defensive side of the ball. Continue along here on Lockdown Browns with your host, Jeff Lloyd. After months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the final four and will determine this year's national championship this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering, information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline. Where the game starts. And just quickly wanted to thank everybody again for making On Browns their first listen every day. You all are greatly appreciated. Um, I had spoken, obviously, earlier about, you know, uh, yesterday being my birthday. And, again, thanks, everybody, for that. Uh, also, general manager Andrew Berry's birthday was yesterday. So happy birthday to the boss. Uh, certainly deep, deep in free agency and draft prep. Um, with that in mind, so we're going to go through uh, Brown's depth chart here. We're going to go this segment first on the offensive side of the ball. We'll flip it up, go to the defensive side of the ball, where it appears to be a little bit more work to be done. Um, but offensively, you look at this, for me, I think the Brown's interest at this point probably only lies in two Positions to this point, and we're gonna get a little, and we'll get a little deeper here with that. You're looking at the quarterback position. Obviously, everybody knows new QB one in town, number four, Deshaun Watson. Uh, the move to bring in Jacoby Brissett. Is he strictly, you know, your backup quarterback? Is he Plan B in case something, you know, happens where Deshaun Watson will end up missing some time? Uh, of course, Baker Mayfield still currently on this roster for the time being. Um, you know, Browns doing their due diligence to move on from Baker. Again, one of the key hiccups with Baker Mayfield is essentially no team control. I know some people have brought up franchise tags, um, but I don't think there's any team in the NFL that's going to bring in Baker Mayfield for one season after two good seasons, two you know not so good seasons, and then be in the realm of giving Baker Mayfield the um, quarterback franchise tag of, you know, north of probably $30 million. Uh, There is the prospect of Nick Mullins being QB three or a competitor with Jacoby Brissett um, with, you know, Baker Mayfield moving on. Um, I, I don't look or see a scenario where the Browns would be in the quarterback market in the draft i um, not saying it couldn't happen. Um, maybe for me, I think maybe more of an undrafted free agent quarterback, somebody that could be the practice squad guy. Uh, you're probably only going to carry two on game day anyway. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, yeah, quarterback for me, I think the Browns are pretty much set and done there as far as the 2022 season is concerned. Um, looking at the running back position, and of course, one of the questions is certainly going to be fullback, and if that applies, how that would apply. Um, Uh, Nick Chubb, currently in the building. Kareem Hunt, currently in the building. Dearness Johnson has um, been given the uh, restricted free agent uh, tag. He has until April 22nd to sign it. He can negotiate with another team. He can bring that offer to the Cleveland Browns. The Browns, if they choose, can match or they can let Dearness go to a new destination. It's been kind of quiet on that front to this point. Um, I have zero issue bringing Dearness Johnson back, but if there's a chance for Dearness Johnson to go out and get paid, I'm all for it. God bless Dearness. God knows he's earned it through his hard work and certainly with the opportunities he was given here with the Browns. Um, John Kelly's still here. If you remember him, played sparingly last year. Trey Harbison here. The fullback position, Johnny Stanton currently is the only one on the roster. Um, I know a lot of people just assume Johnny Stanton will be the Browns fullback in 2022. I'm not so sure, you know, Johnny Stanton was, you know, in and out of practice squad 53, as far as, you know, Browns player the last couple seasons got some playing time due to injury due to COVID. Um, but normally a player, you know, th- this isn't a good sign if they really needed to go fullback, you think they would bring one in, are they going to do away with it? Is it something that they're going to maybe, you know, put into as far as tight end duties. Um, So that's one to watch here. And again, fullbacks, very, very difficult to come by in the NFL draft. You know, of course, with this, there is Demetri Felton. Is he a wide receiver? Is he a running back? Is he both? Where does he work on the roster spot? For me, I would say it's 50-50. You know, he is, you know, running back, you know, three and a half, or he is wide receiver, five and a half or, you know, whatever, um, as far as, you know, what you're going to get with Demetrius Felton. Do I think the Browns are going to be active in the draft as far as a running back? If you told me De'Ernest Johnson was not going to be on this roster for 2022, that certainly changes things. Um, but I do believe for right now, the Browns, for me, I don't think they're going to be looking for a running back in this draft. Uh, it's just the way I see it now. But again, if Dearness Johnson ends up not being here, that changes things. And name to watch for me if the Browns do go running back in the draft. James Cook, Georgia, very versatile, solid receiver. Certainly a guy that the Browns should have their eyes on if they are intending to go running back in this draft. Wide receiver position, you know, Amari Cooper here, your new uh, wide receiver one in town. Donovan Peoples-Jones currently wide receiver two. You're hoping for another year of improvement from Donovan Peoples-Jones year one to year two was solid. Can he make that next jump here in year three? Not uh, Again, you know, his rise for a sixth round pick looks pretty solid to this point. Anthony Schwartz, you know, you know, certainly just hoping that he gets a full season in. We should see improvement from Anthony in that respect. Jakeem Grant, I'm not sure how much he's going to factor in in the wide receiver room. He certainly can at times. I think the Browns are going to, you know, appreciate what he can do with the ball in his hands opportunities to get a player like Jakeem grant in space is certainly something I think they would have, you know, some thoughts in wanting to do Dimitri Felton, you know, he's going to play a little bit of everything. I still think, um, you know, probably Excel, you know, Excel in things that, you know, we saw him do, you know, last year where he was successful, bubble screens, jet sweeps, that type of stuff Jamarcus Bradley still on the roster. Um, Jamarcus Bradley's interesting. You know, there there are times, you know, had a big game two years ago when the Browns went and played the New York Jets and had no wide receivers, had a pretty good game that day. Uh, There were times last year, like, you thought maybe there was something there. I just don't know if the Browns are going to have time to see if there is more development coming from Jamarcus Bradley. Um, Could you see a scenario here where you would bring back Jarvis Landry and draft a wide receiver 100%? I think your confidence level um, in the wide receiver room right now for the Browns is Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, and it probably stops there. Not saying they don't like what Jakeem Grant can do. Not saying they don't like what Demetrius Felton can do. But if you can get Landry in the fold, and you can certainly get, um, you know, know, a rookie, whether it's 44, 78, maybe even pick 99, getting another wide receiver here in the room, I certainly think this is something the Browns are going to pursue. The tight end position uh, on the roster, David Njoku, Harrison Bryant, Miller, Forrestall, and Nick uh, Gugermos. Uh, I don't know who's a lock in this room besides David Njoku and Harrison Bryant. I'm sure the Browns, and it's rumored and it's been discussed almost from all these pro days. Whenever we hear from any one of these tight ends, that a lot of talk they have had with is uh, been with the Cleveland Browns. You know whether it was Widemeyer from Texas A&M, who's had a really tough draft cycle, whether it was Chigo Okonkwo from Maryland, one of my absolute perfect. For perfect fate, uh, personal favorites in this class, he spoke about a second time talking with the Cleveland Browns. Could he be somebody that comes in and maybe is groomed to be an H back? Um, he's not a tremendously large tight end. I'm not saying he's small either, but a player that could come in play that tight end position for the Browns. Um, you'll play that H-back position, superior athlete, good with the ball in his hands, just another weapon for coach Stefanski and certainly for quarterback Deshaun Watson. The offensive line, this is another one for me. I I think we're done. I I literally think the Browns are done here. Um, we all know the starters, obviously Jedrick, Joel, Nick, Wyatt, Jack Conklin. You brought in Ethan Posick. Um, you have Hubbard, you have Hudson. That's eight deep right there. Blake Hans, Michael Dunn, I'm not saying either one of these guys, their opportunities are over here in Cleveland as a reserve guy. They looked, you know, to be guys that you're okay with. Congratulations to Hans, by the way, getting engaged yesterday. Um, Drew Forbes, we feel like we do this every year about this time. We start amping up the talk about Drew Forbes again um, as he, you know, Deals with yet another injury. Um, but a player once, you know, was thought of to have a lot of promise within this locker room. Alex Taylor, he was a guy in and out the door, it seemed like once every two weeks for the Browns last year at the tackle position. They like him. Again, I just don't think it's a you know a player they may have time to wait on the development. Uh, David Moore, interior guy out of Grambling, uh, player we liked during his draft cycle. We'll see how that plays out. So for me, though, right away when you look at this and you know they're eight deep, and that's before we get to a Blake Hance, or before we get to a Michael Dunn, maybe mention a Drew Forbes here. I think the Browns are done uh, as far as, you know, addressing the offensive line within the draft. I, I just do not see it happening at this point. So there is the offensive side of the ball for your Cleveland Browns, jet chart wise um, for me, it's wide receiver. It's tight end. Running back looks like they're done. Quarterback looks like they're done. Question is whether or not they truly want a fullback back on this roster. I'm not sure if they do. Offensive line, we are done. We're gonna go here, flip it up, go to the defensive side of the ball here, and this is where the remaining holes appear to be. As far you know, get looking at final, you know, assembling what could be a final 53. We're gonna to get to the defensive side of the ball here. Your latest lockdown, Browns. We are one month away. From the 2022 NFL Draft. So we've talked your big NFL news of the day. Obviously, as Bruce Arians has stepped down as head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have gone through the offensive depth chart to see where the holes might be remaining. Franger Berry and company in the window now one month before the beginning of the 2022 NFL Draft. Appreciate all you maniacs who make Lockdown Browns your first listen day in, day out going to go here, you know, nose through the defensive side of the ball, a month away from the 2022 NFL draft. See where the remaining work needs to be done for your Cleveland Browns defensive end position. Of course, we all know Miles Garrett. I think we're all good, comfortable with that one. Um, physically on the roster, um, you still have uh, Curtis Weaver. Obviously, he's still here He's a player I bantied about for two years um, up to Curtis Weaver here. I mean, there's an opportunity there. Uh, in camp, I'm sure the Browns are still going to look at this position and going to bring people in, certainly. Uh, but Curtis Weaver, you know, you want an opportunity. There's an opportunity knocking here. They can answer the door. Chase Winovich brought in. Um, Chase Winovich, I think so far everybody's kind of liking the personality, liking the type of guy he is. Um, definitely seems laid back, loose, uh, fun guy here. Um, certainly not going to be counted on to be a starter. Um, you know, a lot of people are, you know, talking about you know in the Browns currently with twenty two million dollars in cap space that is factoring in Baker Mayfield's money. For anybody's confused or questioning, um, so that means they still have twenty two million dollars in addition to Baker Mayfield being on the roster with uh, a hit of around almost, I think it's eighteen nine. So, I mean, if you were to factor in moving on from him, then you're talking about forty million dollars in cap space. Um, why are the Browns haven't been, uh, you know, players here in closing out free agency yet? I believe, you know, there is a contract offer in Jadavian Clowney's lap. Uh, Browns would like for him to take it um, so they can get to maybe bringing in a defensive tackle. Um, but, you know, Jadamian Clowney, uh, this draft class, uh, the way it stacks up, I think there is deep, deep, uh, amount of edge rushers up in the top 100. So if you're thinking maybe 44, 78, 99, one of those guys could go to a pass rusher, maybe even pick 117, I totally agree with you. Um, you want to get younger here. As we talked about yesterday with Pete Smith, the Browns would like to be able to get Miles um, Garrett's tag team partner in here for the next few years, even if you know Jadavian Clowney this year, but get somebody in here who's going to be cheaper uh, you know basically during some of that miles Garrett contract. so you know you're getting max production, uh, but understanding that miles makes a ton of money. So if you can get you know a somebody in here on a rookie contract for a couple of years uh, that can play alongside miles just you know gives the browns a lot of flexibility going further with any cap space they have. Go into the defensive tackle position and this is where it's getting tough. Um, granted, no money tied up in this room of course, Tommy Togi, second year, Buckeye. Jordan Elliott, third year out of Missouri um, to this point. I, you know, I, I think we'd like to see a little bit more out of Jordan Elliott. Of course, a lot of that comes with opportunity. Um, and of course, bringing in Taven and Brian, Tave and Brian, you know, this is, it's not a move that's going to, you know, change the, you know, fo- change the look of the room, change the perception of the room. Um, you know, drafting defensive tackles is difficult. There's not a ton of them who are ready right off the bat, and anybody who questions that, just look at Jordan Elliott and Tommy Togiai with picks 44, 78, 99. These are the types of guys who would be drafting in those spots and understanding that maybe they are not NFL ready right out of the box. Free agency, still looking at an Eddie Goldman, former Chicago Bear, still looking at an Akeem Hicks, former Chicago Bear. If not one, both of those guys would be perfect for the Browns. Maybe those moves can't be made until you get a final definitive decision from Um, of course today Clowney, as far as, you know, him taking up what he's going to take up in the cap, but guys there that you certainly need to look at, you know, uh, you know, of course, Travis Jones, um, a, a guy that we love at a UConn. I don't know the possibility he'll be available pick 44. There are other defensive tackles in this class, but the Browns need to get somebody established into that room. And, you know, I, I'm not even going to say it's going to be a draft. You're going to need to get a veteran in here. You need somebody that can be trusted in Eddie Goldman and Akeem Hicks. That's a move that really needs to be, done here. So already we're looking at needs at defensive end. We're looking at needs at defensive tackle. The linebacker position, Jeremiah uh, Wusu-Koromoa, Anthony Walker, Jacob Phillips, um, Sione Takitaki, Tony Fields, Willie Harvey Jr. Um, That is six linebackers currently on the roster. If you told me the Browns were good with this group going to camp, I'm all right with it. Um, we know obviously what J O K is capable of. We know why Anthony Walker is here. Jacob Phillips, um, the only reason Anthony Walker probably is here is because Jacob Phillips has been injured most of his two years to this point. When he plays, you can see special, you can see a lot of ability there. So for me, you know, Anthony Walker's here, but certainly Jacob Phillips pressing for time. Uh your Sam, uh, Sam Backer and Sioni Taki Taki. He does it. He does it well. Not a star by any means, but Sioni Taki Taki going the last year of his rookie deal. He's had a pretty good run for the Browns to this point. Uh, Tony Fields never really got too much into the fold last year. Obviously missed a ton of time early with injuries, uh, but a player that the Browns liked, you know, had some former defensive back experience, uh, you know, now full-time linebacker, certainly a guy that could come in here, get some playing time. Willie Harvey Jr. He's been a solid special teamer in his time here for the Browns. I would assume with – uh, you know, Elijah Lee moving on, this opens up an opportunity here for Willie Hardy to be maybe that core backer on special teams. Um, Again, drafting one, I don't think so. Bringing in another one in free agency, I don't think so. I think the linebacker room, I mean, there could be guys brought in, obviously, camp depth and things of that nature. But these six, I would say these six are probably a lock uh rolling into September for your Browns. The cornerback position, and they're good here. They are deep at the cornerback position right now, and this is obviously why the defense took the strides it did last year under defensive coordinator Joe Woods. Denzel Ward, obviously, we all know, misses some time, but a fantastic player when he is out there. Greg Newsom, you really saw times last year what was so special in the Browns' eyes as far as Greg Newsom. I think he just has an incredible mind. As far as a defensive player, he sees things ahead of time, almost like a basketball player. He sees what's coming and basically takes away either the angle or the option, uh, runs a lot of routes for the wide receivers. He is great at reading wide receivers as they break down, as to what their cut's going to be, the route they're running. That cincinnati Bengal game, uh, the first one on the road in Cincinnati, still Stands out to me. You saw a little bit of everything in that game from Greg. You saw recovery speed. You saw him attacking, uh, you know, catch point. Greg Newsom is going to be a special, special player. Troy Hill uh, missed some time, but when Troy Hill did play, there was some really, really big moments for Troy Hill. Greedy Williams again it always comes down to health with Greedy unfortunately um you know never been a big time player in the secondary but he's been a good player in this secondary uh hopefully health here for Greedy Williams as he again is also going into the last year of his rookie deal you know looking to maybe cash in afterwards AJ Green Browns love AJ Green I, this is one thing I can tell you and I know from conversations I have have had they absolutely love AJ Green they think he's a fantastic player they love the build they love the length Herb Miller also on the roster. We mentioned yesterday, uh, you know, what could the future of Denzel Ward be? Um, If the Browns, you know, play it out with Denzel Ward uh, this year, you could see, you know, maybe a cornerback drafted on day three. I mean, that probably could happen anyway. Um, But, you know, if if there's going to be something that goes on with Denzel Ward, you'd probably hear some rumblings about it soon. Um, Maybe if the Browns do, in fact, think that, you know, whatever his contract is going to be, you know, going further is something that they cannot handle Um, that maybe Denzel Ward, you know, we'll start hearing some rumors soon about Denzel Ward possibly being on the market. Look, I love Denzel Ward, the player, but you look at the track record of the cornerbacks that this team has brought in, in the two years since Andrew Barry has taken over, they prefer a bigger quarterback, cornerback. They prefer a uh, prefer a cornerback, a little bit more thicker, not a knock on Denzel Ward by any means. And the money he gets, he's going to earn it. It's just a question or not whether the Browns are you know, comfortable committing that much money to any cornerback. Or taking some assets, getting another young guy in here and rolling on with a deep unit like they have. Safety position. John Johnson, the th- uh, John Johnson. I think you're going to see a lot of improvement with John Johnson here in year two. Um, at times, asked to play out of position last year. Uh, grew more comfortable within the defense as the season Certainly went on. Grant Delpit, you know, absolutely love everything about Grant Delpitt. Uh Be interesting to see the way it goes this year. His, you know, as he gets into year two post Achilles, uh, gaining all the confidence and knowledge that he did from year, you know, his second year in the league, but technically his rookie year playing wise, I expect a big year for Grant Delpit. Richard LeCount, um, a little funny exchange yesterday with Richard LeCount on Twitter uh, and apologize for the words Richard LeCount, but you know, Sometimes just got to call things the way I see them, um, but Richard LeCount, look, there's a lot here. This guy was a very, very big time part of the Georgia football program. Had that unfortunate accident, um, you know, late in his last year at Georgia. Certainly affected uh, his draft process. Um, there were some ups, you know. He had a strong uh, summer as far as you know, spring uh, as far as exhibition uh, preseason games. Um, then things didn't really go so right. Fell behind a Ronnie Harrison. Fell behind an MJ Stewart. Uh, but Richard LeCount here with an opportunity in year two to uh, you know, write some wrongs of his rookie year, get some playing time. Um, Ronnie Harrison is still a free agent. I'm not sure if there's any interest there from the Cleveland Browns. Um, MJ Stewart did move on again, one year, 2.2 million. I would have been all over that for MJ Stewart. No question whatsoever. Um, the draft offers to offer some answers. There is no doubt about it. And I do believe the Browns will be seeking, you know, to bring in another safety. We've talked about this a million times. Joe Woods loves his safeties. Loves to be able to put three of them on the field. Um, you know, uses them in any capacity, whether it's around the line of scrimmage, deep center, man, coverage. Absolutely loves the versatility that the position of safety gives him. Nick Cross from Maryland is a guy I salve, salivate over. Vernon McKinley um, from Oregon. Pete brought up uh, Lewis Sign yesterday, safety from Georgia. A fantastic player. Um, would be an interesting scenario if Sign was brought in to compete against a player like Richard LeCount, who obviously he knows. Um... But safety is going to get dressed here. Um, You know, they went from having four that they liked last year to now to this point where they have two that they have confidence in as far as players. Joe Woods is not going to change his thought process here. And, you know, loving to play safeties, loving to use them. So they're going to have to get somebody in here. For me, the dream scenario certainly is Nick Cross. Just that athletic, uh, that physical, and the fact that he's young and raw and there's still a lot to learn. And I think the Browns would be all over in helping Nick Cross, you know, take the steps in elevation for being a good college safety to possibly a great NFL safety. So we've gotten to your NFL news of the day. Obviously Bruce Arians has stepped down uh, from the <clears throat> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Todd Bowles is taking over. Bruce will, you know, serve as in, in some capacity in the front office for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Todd Bowles gets that job. You know, Buccaneers hopefully looking to go further in 2022 than they did in 21. Uh, We've gone to the depth chart here on the offensive side of the ball, establishing the holes. For me, the Browns have work to do with wide receiver and tight end on the offensive side of the ball. I don't see really anything else. Defensive side of the ball, you know, the Browns are going to need some help here still on the edge position, the defensive tackle position. Cornerback certainly could be in play depending on the thought process behind Denzel Ward and what the Browns feel his future is safety position. You need more help here. Um you like to play three. Currently I only see two that you can truly count on. So you're gonna have to get, you know, obviously Joe Woods some more, you know, ammunition, so to speak, in that secondary. We covered a ton here. We'll continue to cover a ton off season, one month away from the 2022 NFL draft. As you all know, I am your host, Jeff Lloyd, at F underscore LJ underscore Lloyd of the Locked On Browns podcast at Locked On Browns. Follow back account. As everybody knows, uh, DMs are open. Questions, ideas, thoughts for the show. Feel free to hit me up wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you're following, subscribe to Locked On Browns, leave those five star ratings, written reviews. I appreciate all of you for making Locked On Browns your first listen day in and day out. And with that, this has been your daily delivery of all things, Doll Pound LGB. On the yellow B, let's go Browns.